reading. A reading from the book of Genesis. The Lord appeared to Abraham by the oath of Mamre as he sat at the entrance of his tent in the heat of the day. He looked up and saw three men standing near him. When he saw them, he ran from the tent to meet them and bowed down to the ground. And he said, My Lord, if I find favor with you, do not pass by your servant. Let a little water be brought and wash your feet and rest yourself under the tree. Let me bring a little bread that you may refresh yourself. And after that, you may pass on, since you have come to your service. So they said, Do what you have said. And Abraham hastened into the tent to Sarah and said, Make ready, quickly, three measures of choice flour, knead it, and make cake. Abraham ran to the herd and took a calf, tender and good, and gave it to the servant who hastened to prepare it. Then he took curds and milk and the calf that he had prepared and set it before them. And he stood by them under the tree while they ate. They said to him, Where is your wife, Sarah? And he said, There in the tent. Then one said, I will surely resume to you in due season, and your wife, Sarah, shall have a son. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you. 
by making peace through the blood of his cross. And you who were once estranged and hostile in mind, doing evil deeds, he has now reconciled in his fleshly body through death, so as to present to you holy and blameless and irreproachable before him, provided that you continue securely established and steadfast in the faith, without shifting from the hope promised by the gospel that you heard, which has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven. I, Paul, became a servant of this gospel. I am now rejoicing in my suffering for your sake, and in my flesh I am conveying what is lacking in Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, and that is the church. I became a servant according to God's commission that was given to me for you to make the word of God fully known. The mystery that has been hidden through the ages and generations, but has now been revealed to his saints. To them, God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. It is he whom we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone of all wisdom, so that we may present everyone mature in Christ. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks, so she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Thank you. 
happy and hungry and in need of their hospitality, it is clearly an all-hands-on-deck moment, right? Sometimes, I think our Gospels are a little like uncolored coloring book pages. The picture's there, but it could use a little color and detail. Sometimes we just need to put on our biblical imagination hats and color it in. So let's do that. I bet Mary Martha brought Jesus in, sat him in the front parlor, picked up a bucket and handed it to Mary and asked her to go to the well and fill it to get some fresh water for Jesus' dusty feet. They poured Jesus a glass of wine, set the table, put some Frank Sinatra on the record player. It's a long time ago, it was a record player. And they headed to the kitchen. Wondering what was taking Mary so long. Martha kneaded the dough into bread, washed the vegetables, milked the goat, mixed up the rice pudding, put some tea to steep, and still no sign of Mary. Where could that daydreamer have gone? Why isn't she here helping? And then Martha turns to put the bread in the oven and saw the empty bucket sitting by the back door. What? She peeks into the parlor and sees Mary sitting at the feet of Jesus, hanging on his every word, not doing a darn thing to help with his meal. Of course, she sputters some of her frustration to Jesus. But before she can really get rolling in that rant, Jesus cuts in and makes it worse. Right? You heard that line in the gospel. He made it worse. Martha, Martha, you are so worried and distracted. Mary has a better part. You will not make her join you in the kitchen. And in this charged atmosphere of family dynamics, we have spent the past 2,000 years pitting Mary and Martha against one another, haven't we? which has not been helpful to sisters, or brothers, or spouses, or women in the church, or quite frankly, to Jesus. And I do it too. I've been doing it all week, trying to figure out what to say here. I spent a significant amount of time and conversation with good friends this week, thinking about how I could preach this gospel, because I'm pretty sure I'm mostly married. And this is a Martha society. And I have a lot of Marthas in my family and in my world. And to be mostly married, talking about this gospel, is awkward and complicated. <laughs> that, and the dichotomy, the Mary-Martha dichotomy, started to feel simply wrong. We are surrounded by dichotomies, aren't we? And I can't think of a single one that is actually helpful in bringing about the kingdom of God on earth. Not the political parties. Not the gender binary. Not the claiming that each of us is either a type A or a type B personality. And not letting our interpretation of this gospel get in between these two amazingly generous sisters in the town of Bethany. Once I was able to step away from that dichotomy a little bit, I was able to see my inner Martha too. And I was able to say, Oh, hello in there, Martha. Thank you so much for doing the laundry and the dishes this weekend so I could show up for church this morning dressed and fed. And my inner Martha was able to say to my inner Mary, You're so welcome. Thank you for reminding me that Jesus was here so I could slow down and soak up his love. And then my inner sister smiled at each other and cried a little bit. I would be willing to bet that each of you has a measure of each sister too. And that they will thrive best when functioning in gratitude for one another. 
And I bet that people in your household and in your life would love it if your inner sisters appreciated their inner sisters more fully as well. I bet we could undo 2,000 years of Mary versus Martha competition by simply appreciating the necessity of both in each of our souls. Our Marthas in each of us will open the door and let Jesus in. They will figure out how to be the church in this broken world, how to respond to the horrendous conditions on the border where we have completely lost sight of hospitality. How to get supplies to crisis zones, food to famine areas, and resources to the poor in our own communities, because they know that those who have served strangers have sometimes served angels unaware. Our Marys, the Mary in each of us, will pray and will listen and will pray some more. They will cry and they will embody the kind of healing joy that we each need. They will rub Martha's feet when she returns from the trenches and listen deeply to her stories, and they will know themselves to be sitting at the feet of Jesus each time that they behold another human face. So, if you are here today on this very hot day, I pray that it is because you are both Mary and Martha that you are here because you know that this is where we host strangers, friends, and angels. That you are here because you yearn to sit with the divine, and that you are here in gratitude for each dimension of your one holy and beautiful self. Amen. Thank you. 
to do your will in all we undertake. That our works may find favor in your sight. We pray for Cheryl, Rob, Sandra, Alice, the Rosio family, Sean, Jeanette, Eileen, Bill, Jane, Ben, Minfong, Kathy, Jean, Barbara, Chris and Sarah, Colby, John, Birch, Matthew, Steve, Aurelie, Will, Barbara, Jack, Edie, Kirsty, Ellie, Susie, Edith, and Yui. Are there others? Have compassion on those who suffer from any grief or trouble. We pray for those who have died, especially Susan, niece of Mary Gospovich, and Jack Staley, father of Sarah Staley. Jack's funeral was held here yesterday. Give to the departed eternal rest. We praise you for your saints who have entered into joy. Let us pray for our own needs and those of others. Lord, on this day when we gather in a new way, answer our prayers as may be best for us. Give thanks for this prayer given to your St. Francis. Lord, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. Amen. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us. That we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you. Forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Friends, the peace of the Lord be always with you.
We will not have to start the circle today because as soon as the service is over, we're all going to turn around and turn it into coffee hour. <laughs> uh, um, as a regular coffee hour and fellowship time and also as a chance to celebrate the lovely Jim and um, Your heart is our eternal home, and your love is as present in sorrow as in joy. Deborah and Jim are preparing to depart from Trinity, their church home, for over 40 years. These years of ministry among us have been filled with moments of grace, times of joy and wonder, friendships made, tears shed and shared. And all with love. Help them to carry these memories and friendships with them to their new home. Sojourning God, we trust that you go before Jim and Deborah, preparing the way to a peaceful new home and a new church community. Give them the grace to let go of the old and seek the new life you promised through the resurrection of your son. Help them to know that you, O oh God, are as near as their breath. Let them hear your whisper of the undying love in which you hold each of them, your beloved children. We ask in the name of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.
Jim and Deborah, we send you out with our love. Love that is bigger because of your place in our hearts. May God bless you and keep you all the days of your life. May God make God's face to shine upon you and may you rest in the palm of God's hands. And may you never forget that we are still and always will be members of the same body of Christ. Jesus Christ, in his name, amen.
You made us the rulers of creation, but we turned against you and betrayed your trust, and we turned against one another. Again and again you called us to return. Through prophets and sages you revealed your righteous law. And in the fullness of time you sent your only son, born of a woman, to fulfill your law, to open for us the way of freedom and peace. By his blood he reconciled us. By his wounds we are healed. And therefore we praise you, joining with the heavenly chorus, with prophets, apostles, and martyrs, and with all those in every generation who have looked to you in hope to proclaim with them your glory in their unending hymn.
Christ's body and blood. We who are many are one body, because we all share one bread, one cup. So my friends, the peace of God, that peace of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in the knowledge and love of God and of His Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, be among you and remain with you always. Alleluia, alleluia. Thanks be to God.